Welcome to the Health Daily Show, your go-to where leaders, founders, and investors share insights on growth, innovation, and business building. I'm Chitra Nabat, your host. Joining us today is Megan Scheffel, SVB, Head of Credit Solutions for Life Science and Healthcare. Megan, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Megan, talk to us about what is SVB today? And for context, many know of the Silicon Valley bank failure and it being acquired by First Citizens Bank in March. What is SVB today? I'm glad you asked. SVB is SVB did get acquired by First Citizens Bank back in March. We've been operating as a division for the last six months. We are open for business and we are operating as we always have been. Give us a sense of the context within uh, First Citizens Bank and your focus now. First Citizens Bank is a $200 billion bank, the 20th biggest bank in the U.S. SVB as a division is operating as we always have been. So we're continuing our focus on the innovation economy. How has the model changed in how you acquire and service clients? We continue to go after the same market. We're focusing on the innovation sector. We're acquiring companies in the same way we always have been. We're here at Health looking at, we're talking to our clients, we're talking to prospects, we're talking to investors. We're in all the markets that we operate in, we're at events, we have a large bench of expertise. So we're continuing to go after delivering content with a lot of customer service. We really continue to focus on great customer service. But healthcare, it requires a lot of domain, especially health tech. And so talk to us about the differentiator and your value proposition. So we have the largest bench of expertise that specifically focuses on the segments that we focus. So our life science and healthcare group is the biggest of any bank servicing the sector. And when it comes to lending, you're a senior seasoned lender. How have lending, risk management, and governance practices changed at SVB? SVB as itself, our credit policy has remained as it has been. What's different is the macro environments. So the fundraising environment, what's happening with companies is a little different, but how we work with that has actually not changed at all. Our credit policy, our, the people that are working together with the clients, working to help the companies with funding has not changed. Talking about funding, let's get into yeah. the fact that it's a challenging macroeconomic environment, and recessionary, inflation, nonstop job loss. Analysts say venture capital funding has dived more than 50%. Funding for health tech startups has dried up more than 50% over the past two years. How are you capitalizing on this? So we, we released a healthcare report last week and it showed we there's $8.2 billion that have gone into the sector in the last year. We believe that it's right-sizing right now. It's not, it's volatile, but there are some silver linings happening. There's a lot of M&A activity that's going to occur in the second half of this year, heading into Q124. And there's a couple segments like the value-based care segment that's getting a lot of attention, a lot of investors, and it has a couple of the mega deals so far this year. What's your outlook on long-term funding for startups? Any advice? There's money. There's still money being invested into the sector. There are still deals being done. There's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of M&A activity that's happening right now, and that's going to be really interesting. I think that's going to continue for the next couple of quarters. And when you think about the forward, financial services banking is still very commoditized. And a lot of companies, ultimately, they want uh, the borrower that's going to give them the lowest interest rate. So talk about your value add. Yeah. What, well, how do you stand out? For banks, there's actually not very many banks who will lend to a pre-profit cash-burning company. Sometimes they don't even have revenue. That is not, there's not a large group of people who are willing to work with companies like that. So I do believe we are very differentiated in that. We offer a lot of service. We have a really deep bench of knowledge of going into this space. 
in the last 60, 90 days, we had three deals closed for over $300 million, Concert Health, Allidade, Olima. There's, we still believe we are actually the, we have the most expertise for the space for healthcare and life sciences. And what's that dialogue? Take us into that dialogue that founders are having with you when they come to you for your advice. What are the top issues that they're seeking your counsel on now? Yeah, the top issues are, how should we look at financing? How should we look at bank financing? How should we, what should we do with our equity? What are the best strategies? What's a plan A, a plan B? What are they seeing? One of the questions they really want to know is what else are we seeing? Because we bank the largest group of companies in the healthcare sector, we see a lot of patterns. We have a lot of conversations with different investors, different parts of the sector, and they really want to know what we're seeing. We released that report, last the health tech report last week, which had a lot of information in it, and they want to know more. So we have a lot of conversations just about what we're hearing, what we're seeing, what's happening at health. What do we, you have a hundred conversations today. What are you hearing? What can you bring back? What kind of insights and tidbits can we all share? You use the word patterns. You've been in the financial services industry for 25 years and SVB for that time. In any industry and in any company, it is rare to have someone that has a 25 year track record. What's your pattern advice around not only just surviving, but thriving? and achieving the heights that you have. I feel lucky that I've gotten to be at SVB for 25 years. It's a different organization when I started to what it is today, but the core focus of growing and supporting the innovation economy has always been there, and you have to be able to grow and adapt with it. And I feel lucky that I have been able to, but it's also been really interesting because patterns do emerge where different sectors, different stage companies come and go, and there's highs and lows for everyone, but there's always interesting things happening as long as you can adapt. You asked what I've been able to do and how I've been able to do it. I think being really adaptable to change has been a lot of it. There's been a lot of change in 2023. Megan, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me.